Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. Graham Onion's coming up just after five o'clock with his reaction to day one of the second test in Chennai between India and England. But we're going to be talking football gaming now. Kevin Toms was the author of the very first original version of Football Manager all the way back in 1981. Well, I started out by asking Kevin how it all came about back 40 years ago. Yeah, well, it was it was a game that I had uh, uh, worked on as a originally as a board game when I was a, a teenager, and then later on I got my hands on uh, computers and I realised that I could implement the the game that I've been cry- trying to create and some of the things I couldn't do as a board game I could do on a computer, and uh, so it was a kind of culmination of of uh, design and brought it together on, on on the computer I, you know i was all, i was actually a professional computer program i was trained to program mainframes and then i got my hands on um, home computers uh, you know the the very basic uh, ones we had at the time the zx81 and uh, did, did 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 it on on there and um, that create you know it was really early i mean there was no there were no computer game stores at all everything was sold by mail order so it was right at the beginning of the games industry. So it was a very early time, but the, the game was already there in my head, you might say. And I uh, used a computer to make it better than I've ever been able to make it before. Fantastic. And presumably you, you were working completely independently then and, and, and selling the game yeah. yourself from home. That's that's it. There was no other way, really. Uh, there was no established publishers. Uh, there was no uh, shop. So it, pretty much uh, everybody at that time were, was making the games and selling them themselves. So it was like a, a hobbyist market that grew very, very fast and changed. Um, but yeah, I used to manufacture the games myself by recording them. It was sold on uh, tape sets and I was recording them myself uh, to, to sell them. And printed the packaging, got that all done, designed myself and uh, placed the adverts, designed the adverts as well. Everything was just uh, done by me at that time. Brilliant. And at what point did you think we've got a little bit of a hit on our hands here? Um, I think uh, a hit, I, I, I don't know whether I ever thought of it as a hit, although I guess there was a point where I did see that. Um, but at the beginning, it was just it, it was just being delighted that when I placed a quarter page advert that cost, I think I can almost remember 130 pounds, I think it was. And the game was selling for about eight pounds, something like that. Uh, when the orders started coming through the door, uh, you know, by post and people were paying checks and post orders at that time. So that I was actually going to be able to pay for the advert. And uh, then a couple of months later, I sold a few hundred games and it was increasing. Um, the point where I really knew it uh, was successful was when WH Smith um, bought their first order. But that was several months later. That was by the time I'd also produced the Spectrum version in the autumn. Indeed, and I think a few of the a few of our younger listeners might be asking about spectrums. I mean, the, the spectrum itself is a <laughs> is a, it's a real uh, cult computer, isn't it? I think the the with with the uh, the cassette deck and the uh, slightly psychedelic yeah. colours and sounds um, as it loaded. It, it was a it was unique. Sorry, it? yes, it was a bit of a revolution actually because it was also 
the Sinclair computers were very cheap compared to the other computers. So the, Sin- the Spectrum was about £100. It was the color, first color computer for about £100. Um, so a lot more people could buy it, could afford it, um, and therefore it created a market for games like mine, um, which was sold for, for the Spectrum. So the numbers of sales were much bigger as a result. And of course, as years have gone by, um, the football management genre—I mean, it in itself has become this this huge industry. And you've got the the, uh, the, the modern day football manager um, that is played by millions of people worldwide. I mean, how how do you feel when you see that? I mean, presumably a little bit of a sense of pride. Yeah, it's it's a little bit strange because it's called the same name uh, because they they bought the name from the, the company uh, that I eventually sold uh, to. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very different though, to the, the, the games I wrote. And that's, that's actually why I, uh, rewrote my original game for, for mobiles because people wanted that straightforward play. They wanted to bring that back. It was more easy to play and more instantly fun. So yeah, less, uh, less complex. And that, that brings us on to the, to the modern day, to the, to the smartphone version of the game and that people can, uh, can download now. Yeah, yeah, that, that's about, it was about 2015. I just was online. And I said, you know, I could rewrite my original game for mobiles. Would you guys be interested in this? And it was just a few hundred people that were following me at the time. And uh, they also chomped at the bit and said, yeah, yeah, please do that. So I spent time doing that and then put that out. And that's uh, grown steadily ever since. And now there's uh, thousands of people playing that. And, uh, it's a very much loved game like, like my original because they get the same gameplay uh, as much fun, but they haven't got to wait to 10, 15 minutes for the game to load off take set now. It's instantly there. And I've modernized it a bit as well, but I kept the, the, the characteristics of the original game. So, so it has a very strong nostalgia value for many people because when they play it, it takes them right back to when they used to play the original when they were a teenager, for example. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, one of uh, one of our colleagues uh, at the station, Adam, who was uh, was saying, I'd, I'd mentioned that uh, that I was speaking to yourself, uh, and he said, "Can you ask him why the league tables took so long to load?" He's, he's, he's even oh, yeah. fifty years on, he's still, <laughs> he's still worried about. <laughs> yeah, and I can answer that. I can answer that. It was uh, the the sorting algorithm I used. It only happened on the first match of each season because I used a bubble sort, and what that that uh, does is it takes longer when when it's not in when it's sorting something that's not in order. So the very first when it's dealing with random, uh, it's uh, it takes a long time, and then after that it doesn't take a long time. So all he's thinking about is the very first match, and I decide it's just for one match. It takes it used to take thirty seconds, just for one match, uh, it'll be all right. The rest of the matches it's a few seconds. So, but it's funny how people remember these things. It is, um, and and do you yeah. actually do you actually play any of the any of the modern day versions and any of the modern day football management games? I have, but they're not to my style. They're not well, you know. There's too too you know. I mean, if you like lots of details, it's great. But I, I prefer. I'm a bit of a lazy player. I like to get to the fun parts quickly, and uh, I design games for that. So I you know I, I actually do design games that I want to play. Uh, I know some people write games, and as soon as they've written it, they never want to see it again. But I don't do it that way. I actually will play my own games. Um, so I think it's a good way of doing it to make it that it's fun where even you like it yourself. And I can't cheat. I don't include any cheats in the game. So 
I've got no advantages, even though I know the algorithms. I've got very little advantage. That's interesting. I noticed you, you mentioned at the at the start of the interview that originally you were you were seeing it as a board game, and, and that reminded me yeah. of, of some of the, the the adverts that I used to see. They used to do um, something called play by mail, which I'm sure you're probably aware of. That you can yeah. actually do that, and I think a lot of people listening now would be like, "How, how on earth could you post these the, the information out and get it back and back and forth?" But it happened, yeah. didn't it? That's right. One move at a time, or you do your, your you do your plans for. I don't know. I mean, there's been an analogy actually because I also played fantasy Premier League, and there you're just making your moves once a week, and then waiting to see what happens over the weekend. I think that's very similar to play by mail, where you set your team out and then you get the results when it's being processed and sent back to you. Yeah. So yeah, we get that kind of gameplay still around, really. Well, that's interesting. It's, it's funny, almost as if things come round in a cycle, almost, that people do sometimes crave the, um, the playing things at a slightly slower pace. Yeah, sometimes it's, it, all it is is a technology for for game development, and it's still games development. It's still making you know things that are fun and entertaining and um, with a long, preferably with a long-term play, you know, where you can play for a long time and still enjoy it, you know, as people do. I've got, or even on the new game, I've got people who've been playing it for like the last four years. So, and they're still playing it. So they're having fun with it. Indeed. And, and finally, Kevin, um, who's your team? Uh, my original team is Torquay United, who I'm hoping will get back into the league uh, this season. They're, they're um, I think, about eight points clear at the top at the moment. And I'm hoping to uh, see them play live when all this is over, perhaps next season and in the league. That would be great. And my second team is Bournemouth because I spent years in Bournemouth so uh, with, with Addictive Games when I was running the company. So I have a kind of second team. Um, but uh, Torquay's my original team. Brilliant. I was going to say, and just finally, Kevin, for anyone listening in who wants to uh, to download a copy of the, uh, uh, the the modern version of a football manager that you've released for, uh, for smartphones, uh, where should they go? It's very easy if you look on any of because it's on iOS, Android, it's even on Kindle Fire and Windows 10 and Mac. And basically any of the app stores, you just the easiest way to find it is to search for my name, Kevin Toms. It finds it most easily. That was Kevin Toms, the man who wrote the very first football manager. Now, if you're thinking that's more like it, I want to talk a bit of gaming a little bit more often. Evening Arcade, Friday, 6 o'clock, Coast and County Radio. Steve Landry has the very latest video game chat, so make sure you catch that on Coast and County Radio. When we come back, it's going to be on this day, back to 1999, with former Scarborough star Mike McNaughton. <laughs> 